songbook. Love that. Love that songbook. In fact, most of us uh, sang songs out of that book for so long, we can remember the very numbers of certain songs. And when a song leader would call out that number, we would recognize that song and, and be glad that we had the opportunity to sing that song. I, I think about uh, when I was growing up, and I think about the uh, small country church that, that we grew up in. And I think about some of my kinfolks that were there and some of those song leaders. Uh, I think about one of my kinfolks, Doc Turner. And I think about how he would sing those songs. And I'm telling you what, he had a voice. And man, when he, when he led those songs, he led them passionately. And you can tell, you could tell he believed in what he was singing. And I'm thankful to the good Lord for the opportunity to be in that congregation and to hear my relative and my brother in Christ now, Doc Turner, lead us in singing. Another, another guy there, Jack Wade. And I remember uh, he would get up and lead singing. And a lot of those guys that would get up and lead singing, uh, they were the kind that would say, um, I'm just going to get up and sing by the letter. I'm going to sing and we're going to let her fly. And, I, and that's the way those guys were. But you could tell it meant a lot to sing those songs. Uh, most of those guys are passed on now. But I'm thankful for the time I've had to sit at their feet with their leading of some of these old gospel hymns that we've sung tonight. I think about uh, an elder, a brother in Christ, that I was able to work with at the Austinville Church of Christ, Brother Lloyd Robinson. And Brother Lloyd, boy, when he, when he led singing, he had a powerful voice. And He led us in such a powerful way in many of these songs. So I'm thankful for those memories. And I hope tonight that as we've sang some of these old, old hymns, I, I hope and I pray that you too have gone back down memory lane. And every time you sing some of these songs, that you have those memories and you hang on to them and they mean so much to you. And I'm thankful also to have had the opportunity to be around young people. Uh, to be around young people in worship at some of these youth rallies and camps and youth events who sing some of these very hymns but also sing some new songs. And you know they are making memories too of those songs. And I'm thankful we live in a time where we can sing old hymns and we can sing new songs. Because they both, they both mean so much to us in different ways. Think about our music we listen to on the radio. How many of us listen to the same radio station? We probably all have various different singers from different genres that we like, right? But we all like those and they mean something to us. And the same thing goes with our singing. Our singing is so important. And these songs that we sing, they mean so much to each and every one of us. And so, uh, I want to encourage you to sing out in all of our songs because we're singing to God. But I also want to encourage you, if there's other songs that you would like to have led, I didn't coordinate this with Bradley, but uh, uh, from time to time we may try to lead those uh, if we can do so. Uh, because uh, these songs mean so much to us. And they take our minds back to uh, special things. Uh, I came across this this little illustration, and I have several I want to share with you in several scriptures, and then the lesson will be yours tonight. Christianity, someone said, is the only religion that abounds in song. Atheism is songless. Agnosticism has nothing to sing about. The various forms of idolatry are not tuneful. 
But Judaism said, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. And when Christ came, the angels greeted His birth with praise. And since then, Christian song has gained in fullness and strength of voice with each century. Do you remember back in the Old Testament when the children of Israel... Uh, do you remember when they, they had been in that Egyptian bondage and they heard, God heard their cry and God sent Moses? For Moses had been with the people. Moses had been trained. Moses knew what to say to the Pharaoh. He knew the Egyptian people. He knew the Egyptian ways. And God called Moses to lead those people out of Egyptian bondage. Once they were finally left out after the plagues, they got out into the wilderness and, and they were at the edge of the Red Sea. Pharaoh, and, Pharaoh had changed his mind and the armies were coming at him. And God told Moses to stretch out your hand and the parting of the Red Sea. And he touched those waters and the sea parted. And the Israelites were able to go through on dry land. But when they got onto the other side, you remember the waters came back on the army of Pharaoh. And they all perished. Do you remember what happened? What the children of Israel did on the other side? They sang. Exodus chapter 15 and verse 1, Then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for He has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. In Exodus chapter 15 and verse 21, the Bible says, And Miriam answered them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and its rider he has thrown into the sea. They sang in response to what God had done in praise and thanksgiving. I looked in several different places and I found in, in one... Um, one source about 46 um, places in Scripture that had the word sing or singing. Uh, so then I went to another source and, and looked up the word sing and I found 166 references in the Bible to sing or singing. And we've mentioned some of those. Many are found in the psalm. Psalm 95 verse 1. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to Him with psalms. Psalm 96, verse 1. O sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Verse 2. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day. Psalm 98. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for He has done marvelous things. His right hand and His holy arm have gained Him the victory. Psalm 100, the Bible says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us and we, not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and, let, and bless His name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures to all generations. Psalm 101. I will sing of mercy. And justice. To you, O Lord, I will sing praises. 
in the book of Acts, chapter 16, Luke writes um, after the, uh, when the Philippian jailer had been saved, But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Wow! We have one scene of people who had fled for their life, but God was with them. And they praised and they sang praises to God in response. Paul and Silas teaching uh, people and they're thrown into jail. And in the jail, they're singing and they're praying. Romans chapter 15 and verse 9, Paul writes, And that the Gentiles might glorify God for His mercy, as it is written, For this reason I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing, your, and sing to your name. 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 15, Paul also writes, What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Uh, a couple of our most quoted uh, scriptures as it come, as it relates to singing. Uh, Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Colossians 3 and verse 16, Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts. To the Lord. The Hebrew writer writes in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 12, saying, I declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. Uh, James, in James chapter 5 and verse 13, after speaking of meeting specific needs, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. The book of Revelation, chapter 15 and verse 3. They sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. One little boy said, I wish I could sing... I think I'd feel weller then. Seven-year-old young man in Bellevue Hospital while the surgeon was examining him after a a fall into a 12-foot deep excavation hole. All right, son, you can sing if you will sing something nice, said the kind-hearted Dr. McLean. The little fellow began to sing in a high, clear soprano, nearer my God, to Thee. As the childish notes rang out, nurses, doctors, and attendants from various parts of the hospital began to, uh, to come in until they, the room and the area were fully full of people, a hundred people in and around the room. Well, I guess you're right, little man, said the doctor as he finished his examination. I can't find any broken bones. I guess it was the singing that fixed me, replied the boy. I always sing when I feel bad. And this writer says, if we grown-ups would do as this little boy did, sing when we feel bad, no matter what our loss or misfortune or trouble, we would certainly feel weller. I came across another story about singing. On board an ill-fated steamer, 
was, the, was one of the Fisk University singers. Before leaving the, the burning steamer and committing himself to the merciless waves, he carefully fastened upon himself and wife life preservers. Someone cruelly dragged away that uh, of the wife, leaving her without hope except as she could cling to her husband. This she did, placing her hands firmly on his shoulders and resting there until her strength becoming exhausted. And she said, I can't hold any longer. Try a little longer, was the response of the weary husband. Let us sing Rock of Ages. And as those sweet strains floated over those troubled waters, reaching the ears of the sinking and dying, little did they know those sweet singers of Israel whom they comforted. But lo, as they sang, one after another of those exhausted and periled ones were seen rising their heads above the waves. Joining with the last effort in this sweet, dying, pleading prayer. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. With this song, seemed to come strength. Another and yet another was encouraged to renew to in renewed effort. Soon in the distance a boat was seen approaching. Singing still they tried and soon with superhuman strength laid hold of the lifeboat. This is no fiction. It was related by the singer himself who said he believed the sweet rock of ages saved many another besides himself and his wife. Singing is important, isn't it? It brings back memories. It strengthens our souls. It encourages us. It builds us up in difficult times. You remember that song, It Is Well With My Soul? I'm sure you've heard the story about Horatio G. Spafford. He was a successful lawyer and businessman in Chicago. And he had a great family, wife Anna and five children. However, one of his children had, uh, had, had passed away because of pneumonia in 1871. And then he lost a lot of his business because of the great Chicago fire. Uh, yet things continued to, he continued to be blessed. And on November 21st, 1873, uh, they were on a, fi- a French ocean liner headed to Europe. There were 313 passengers on board. Among those passengers were his wife, Miss Spafford, and their four daughters. Mr. Spafford was supposed to be with them, but because of uh, some things in his business that came up that he needed to attend to, he went to attend to those, and he told his wife, he said, I will meet you there. Yet while out in the, in the Atlantic, this fresh French ocean liner struck... An iron-hulled Scottish ship. And as Annie and her daughters went to the deck, and they clung to that deck for life, as that ship was going down in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, 226 of the passengers on that ship including Spafford's four children, perished. His wife made it out of the wreckage. And when she arrived in Europe, she sent a telegram to her husband, and it read, Saved alone. 
What shall I do? Spafford got on the next ship to Europe. And as he crossed the Atlantic Ocean, the captain came and got him and told him, this is where the ship went down and your daughters lost their life. According to Bertha Spafford Vester, a daughter born after this tragedy, Spafford wrote the words to the song, It is well with my soul. And as he was over those waters where his daughters perished, he penned these words, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I'm glad we have the opportunity to sing songs. For they bring praise to our God and Father. But they also flood our minds and our hearts with good memories. And they can strengthen us. They can encourage us. And they can strengthen us when times are difficult. And so as we sing our songs in our services, I want to challenge us. Let our minds be flooded with those memories. But let our hearts and our voices be lifted to God. Because those songs come up from our hearts to God as a sweet-smelling aroma. Tonight, if you're here, we want you to know that Jesus Christ died for you. He gave His life so that you might have life. If you're here tonight and you've never put on Christ in baptism, you have that opportunity because Christ died for you. Because He wants your name to be in the Lamb's book of life. And He wants you to be in heaven. If you've not done that, it's our prayer that you will do so. Maybe you're here tonight and maybe you've been flooded with some memories to think about loved ones. Maybe you've been flooded with some memories and you've been uh, reminded about some people who need prayer. And maybe you just want to come forward and, and encourage us and ask uh, and, and let, allow us to pray with those that are on your mind and on your heart. Maybe some of your family members or friends, some that are struggling, as we've done for Bobby tonight. Maybe it is you're carrying some heavy burdens yourself. Maybe you've lost some loved ones. Maybe you're going through some difficulties. Mr. Spafford, in the face of loss, penned those words, it is well with my soul. If you need to respond to the Lord's invitation tonight, we pray that you will not wait another moment, but come forward and let us assist you any way we can as together we stand and sing.